You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano, host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. Uh, Ulysses, it is a Friday, which means we are continuing our recurring Friday segment, Ramblin' Rays, where we bring on a guest listener to join us and co-host the program. And today, we have Ben Rosa all the way from, not Australia, not as far as Australia, but LA, Los Angeles, in enemy territory for the World Series. We had a very fun chatter in conversation with Ben. Uh, it was a great time, honestly. Uh, we, we've obviously interacted with him before digitally on the mm-hmm. on the Twitter hole, but uh, no, this was uh, way better, and, and it was a really fun uh, time talking to him. I think we could have honestly extended it to a series, was a yeah. series with Ben uh, for for all the things that we wanted to to talk about. But I hope you guys enjoy it uh, with he has to stay his little stories throughout the playoffs it, very very good and uh entertaining he gets extra points extra raise fandom points for going into la bars oh yeah with his tampa bay rays hat on of course yes memorabilia shirt all that sort of hey walking right in only raise fan chest out <laughs> ready to throw down gotta do no, it no shut up dodgers fans the That's Rays right. are winning game four, so on and That's so forth. That's Brett Phillips, buddy. You respect the name. That's yeah, right. remember Maverick Phillips. Probably won't be on the roster in 2021, but not neither here nor there. I'll take, take Kevin. Hot Do take. you think he'll be on the roster in 2021? I won't answer that until we go on to uh, Kevin Kiermaier's player review. Hello. Okay, interesting. Nice teaser there. It's going to be a while before we get to the case. So here, here's a hot take. Here's a prop ed for you. By the time we get to Kevin Kiermaier's review, Brett Phillips probably is going to be traded or, or gone by then. Who knows? I thought uh, you were going to say by the time we get to Kevin Kiermaier, he'll be traded. That too, maybe. Who knows? Could be a crazy offseason. Uh, with that, uh, before we move on to Ben Rosa, we've got to tell you something very important, and that is Built Bar, uh, the best, greatest protein bar on earth uh it is getting near that time holiday season you want to try to look you want to indulge but you don't want to indulge too much and i think the way to go about thanksgiving and christmas hanukkah the holidays this year is look pig out on the turkey pig out on uh the macaroni and cheese and the rolls and that sort of stuff but when it comes to dessert Slide that apple pie away and indulge in a built bar or two. I think that's the why move. not. Yeah, and if you and if you really have to have something even more sweet, hey, do the Kevin Wise trick. Do an all plain vanilla, a low calorie ice cream. 
stick that little built bar in there and have some mm-hmm. fun with the microwave at around 10 seconds or so. And you have a nice little dessert. And here's why you should go with built bar as your alternative dessert, if you will, your pinch hitter for a dessert. Uh, there's so many different flavors. We're talking 18, 19, 20 amazing flavors. The new flavors include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp. Uh, that is in addition to their myriad of other flavors like peanut butter and coconut almond and cookies and cream and uh, just a lot of different options there for sure. Uh, they are 100% covered in chocolate. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high protein, they're high fiber. If you're on the keto diet, they're great for that. Um, looking at, uh, I've got the cherry in front of me. These, uh, it has 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, just four grams sugar, and just four grams net carbs. Pretty good statistics right there, I'll say. Uh, go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, and that'll get you 20% off your next order. Again, use promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, for 20% off at builtbar.com. Your body will thank you. I think that's the new tagline. Built Bar, I'm giving that one to you for free. Your body there will you thank go. you. Goodbye. All right, Ulysses, it is time for another edition of Ramblin' Rays, where we bring on one of our dedicated listeners to guest co-host the program. And today we have Ben Rosa, not from Australia, but still pretty far away from Tampa, Florida, in the Los Angeles area. Ben, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well. How are you guys? Not bad. Great, actually. It's been fun to uh, interact with you on Twitter and on emails and on on Patreon. But finally, we get to get a little FaceTime and talk uh, a little bit of race baseball. So, uh, you know, face going on here. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's that's right. Everybody's got that COVID beard or or the non beard. Uh, Look, I'm going to get straight into it. Los Angeles, you're a race fan. Explain. How does that happen? <laughs> well, I've been living here since 2014, and uh, I come from an ad agency background. And so from Chicago, I was born in Indiana, raised in Chicago, moved to Tampa, uh, got headhunted by an, an ad agency and became their creative director. Um, and one of their clients was, at the time, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. So uh, a year before they became the Rays, I was sent out to meet up and start um, building up the event, the grand unveiling of the Rays, which uh, was uh, a concert by Kevin Costner. It was a major deal. Yeah. I just became immediately in love with this team, especially Evan Longoria. You know, I was watching him uh, for a while and they're like, oh, wow, this guy's going to be the next big deal. So that's it. And I just, they've been in my heart ever since. So no matter what city I go to, they are my team. Well, Ulysses, I did not realize that uh, Ben and I have a couple of things in common. The Indiana connection background. Ben, I've got to ask you, what part of Indiana do you hail from? Lake Station, Gary, (laughs) you name it. Okay. So the northern part. I was from all the way. I was basically from Louisville, Kentucky. So. Yeah, we're we're the hicks to you guys up in up in North. You're more in Mike Brasso territory. Yes. I'm more in Don Mattingly territory. There's a vision. <laughs> okay. All right. So 
you came to Tampa and uh, did, were you already out of high school, college by the time you came to Tampa? You were just a- Let's not get into the age, but yeah, okay. I was out of college at that point. And uh, yeah, I just, Tampa was great. I still love Tampa. I have family there now. You know, it's so funny you 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 bring up that that unveiling because it was a big deal. It mm-hmm. was a huge deal. It it, it was kind of crazy. It, you know, you could imagine that scenario happening in 2020, and uh, with the social media aspect, the Instagram, the Facebook. I mean, it would have been all over the place. But without those things, or at least uh, if those things were available, yeah. uh, not in the same level that they are today. But everybody knew that that was happening. It was plastered all over yeah. town. It was really quite amazing. Um, uh, Everybody in that. Tampa. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't Fair think enough. ESPN even covered the ceremony. Uh, I remember Look at that. Like, looking on Sports uh, Network and they were not there, or Sports Center, and they were not there. Well, it was a big deal where we are. <laughs> so, no, that, 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 that brings a really happy, uh, happy memories for sure. Yeah, Art and for the course. Be yeah. Because on the Australia interview, you mentioned a trivia question, and it was, uh, "What's the name? Stingrays, Manta Rays?" I remember that. I mean, even uh, the big dog R.I.P. at the time, he was running a survey. What's the name that the the, the new team is going to be called? So yeah, that trivia. <laughs> wow, very I'll good, Kevin, right there. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's kind of par for the course for ESPN to ignore or not mention Tampa right. Bay Rays, Devil Rays, things from the area and that sort. Ben, I've got to ask you, living in LA, I assume you've got a great Tampa Bay Rays hat on. Do, do you ever see or notice fellow Rays fans going about, or are you just kind of like out there alone in the wild? Nobody really acknowledges <laughs> that. It's the same for the, the Buccaneers. Uh, I mean, since being here in 2014 and watching the teams, I'll walk into sports bars, I'll have my gear on, I get laughed at, mocked at, and during the course of these playoffs, I've been traveling a lot, going to, to San Diego, and I, was, I have stories to tell through the course of this, but it was, I was chastised and ridiculed a lot, uh, especially in the Dodgers series, and right. that is a big one. So, uh, yeah. It's been pretty pretty rough. And now, even through the playoffs, I'll think, oh, I'm going to see a couple of race fans. I didn't come across anyone. I watched it all by myself. Wow. Well, wow. you know, you, you mentioned uh, the Dodgers series. Obviously, how can we not touch uh, upon that little subject? And you're saying that you saw people out and about, obviously, with, with the Dodgers getting into the World Series, too. Mm-hmm. Was... Can you tell me if by any chance on game four, specifically, were you out in the streets? Were you at a bar or somewhere else? And if so, can you tell us that story, how that went down? The famous Arroz Arena. (laughs) Yeah, I was, uh, I thought, see, the difference between the Dodger fans and the Yankees fans, I don't feel like I'm in hostile territory. I'll get a couple looks, but it's not like the Yankees. They get in your face. During the mm-hmm. Petco series, I was there for every one of those games at these bars. Game one, I got mocked. I got laughed at. We're going to sweep you, and here comes the Rays. Boom. My cross, I left, though. <laughs> I left <laughs> because I, I had a feeling this is, this is not the way it's going to go for us. 
It's yeah. not. We're going to win it. Mike Brasso hit that home run. I bolted out of the bar because I did not want to get killed or murdered there. Smart man. That's, uh, that's, yeah, I called sometimes you have to work smart. Yes. Yeah. I called an Uber and it was waiting for me. And, uh, you know, once I saw him going out, I'm like, he saw y'all. But the Dodgers, to answer your question, um, it was. They looked at me and they said, we're in a series now. This is a fun series. It was legend. I mean, I told people there, this is something that we're going to be talk to, talking about for years to come. It's, it was amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing too, is living in LA, being a Rays fan. It, it's funny because I feel like, you know, if you, LA is a big enough place to where I'm sure you could get a group of Rays fans to collect and get, Hey, this is the Rays club, if you will. And you guys could meet at a, predetermined location or something like that. Ulysses and I actually have a mutual friend that lives yeah. in LA and is from Tampa and <laughs> works in, uh, I guess, show business to some extent or works yes. in uh, film media, so on so forth. He's a big race fan, but I'm sure LA is a big place. You guys have probably never come across <laughs> or anything like that, but I, I give you credit for going. So you would actually go into bars mm-hmm. That's awesome. while the series was going on with your hat, with your race paraphernalia on. I mean, mainly because for the many, many years I've been watching the Rays at home and I'm like this, Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, here we go again. This is the first time in a 60 game type of season that I was really excited. There was something special about this team and I felt it going on. Not the first week. The first week it was, here we go again. (laughs) But later as the season continued, and I wanted to to, to thank you guys because uh, discovering you guys on Twitter, uh, I mean, you guys made this season that extra special. You know, so I want to thank you guys for being an amazing host and and doing your amazing analytics. Not a day went by that I wake up in the morning, locked on Rays and listen to you guys. (laughs) So uh, thank you for an amazing show, and I hope you guys grow an an incredible following because you guys deserve it. But oh, thank uh, this you so much. was uh, was special, and, and I just wanted to be at the bars watching it because, you know, this is I'm um, you know arrogance. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you got to flaunt it, right? And and if you're a race fan, you had to flaunt it in 2020. Uh, so yeah, first of all, thank you so much for saying that because uh, I, I can speak to, uh, for Kevin and I. We 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 really enjoy talking about baseball and, and about the race, don't we, Kevin? Yeah, I think that's fair to say. I think people have gotten uh, the message, the gist of that for sure. Yeah. Uh, ben, have you gotten a chance to go to Dodger Stadium or go yes. to the Angels ballpark and see the Rays in action or just see either of those teams in action, I guess? Both. Yeah, I went okay. last year. I had the privilege of actually going to Dodger Stadium. I would never go just to watch the Dodgers. Let's be clear. <laughs> Even yeah. living there, uh, it's only when my, my Rays were visiting that I would go. More so at the Angel Stadiums, obviously, but I okay. went to Petco Field last year for the first time, and I've been, and you guys also touched on this, which stadium has been your favorite to watch baseball growing up in Chicago, Wrigley, but Petco is amazing. Okay. Oh, man, it is phenomenal. <laughs> Probably my, one of my favorites. So, but yes, to answer your question, I went to Dodger Stadium uh, and Angels. Now, okay, I, I got to, yeah. Hold up. I remember that series, the, the race split against the Dodgers. I, I believe the second game was a big 11th inning victory mm-hmm. with Meadows going deep. Is that the game you went to or did you I go to, to, I went to both? I went oh, to that's Dodgers. awesome. Yeah. 
I went to what both, but I went to, uh, I, w- I stayed at all four days at Petco, same place where I went to go watch them this, uh, during the playoffs and we swept them four games <laughs> and it was amazing. So, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're very passive fans. So I didn't get, uh, any, any death glares or anything like Good. that. Okay. I've got to get an idea because I've not been to the West coast. I've not been to a stadium in LA or California, what are we talking about in terms of ticket prices, merchandise, how much it costs to get a hot dog and a soda? Are we looking like, I just assume I could be totally wrong on this. I just assume it's like 12 bucks for a hot dog. Just I need some parameters here on what we're looking <laughs> last, at. What's the experience Last like? year when I went to Petco Park, I mean, a lot of them, uh, I mean, also as your friend, I'm in the industry. So a lot of the tickets I get them for free. Right. Um, but I, I paid my own like food, merchandise, I'm not going to buy merch. Obviously, they don't have raised yeah. merch there. Uh, but the food is in, and the beer is like $15, $16. So <laughs> if you're bringing a date, good luck. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, prepare to spend at least maybe $200. Wow. Uh, yeah, so that, that was, uh, it's insane over here, the prices. I think it's more when I went to Fenway. They were very expensive over there. And yeah, it's, fu- it's funny yeah. you say that because me and Kevin have talked about how we're kind of lucky to not only, you know, obviously follow this team that's very entertaining, but live close enough that if we want to have a date with somebody, it's not only accessible that you're going to get tickets usually, and and they're usually going to be okay priced, but also it's not going to be, you know, uh, hit your wallet so hard if you're treating somebody. But I guess it's different when if you're in Boston, if you're in New York, <laughs> if you're yeah, in, New York in Dodger Stadium, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's be frank here. The Rays were having $2 ticket prices against the <laughs> Orioles last year. So there should be no excuse for you not to afford to have a date and pay for his or her uh, right. meals and such. At, uh, he doesn't at know it's a $2. T- <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. You don't spread that up. information for sure. And Hey, <laughs> again, hack here. Uh, nine inning baseball game. You can arrive in the second or third inning and that way you don't have to pay for parking at Tropicana Field. There you go. That's a Kevin Weiss special right there. Yeah. Ulysses also has a, yeah, Ulysses also has a Ulysses special, but yes. we're not going to air that out. If you want to find that information, <laughs> there is a, he has a super secret in on how to park for free near the stadium. I do. Uh, and I will give Ben uh, that info after we, we stop recording. How about that? The Patreon thing. Sign up. There you go. There we go. Great promo. Great promo. So, Ben, (laughs) we've been in pretty much every one of our Ramblin' Rays segments um, asking our listeners this. The, of course, Game 6 World Series decision, Cash's uh, choice to take out uh, Blake Snell. By the way, this is the most scientific poll ever. It's every once uh, once a week we ask this question. Yeah. So pollsters, Kevin, take a note here. We're doing it the go. right way. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, ask it away. Yeah. So, wh- how do you feel about the move? I guess maybe in real time, and now looking back on it several weeks later. I mean, I've been, I was asked this many times after. You know, how, was he was he smart by doing that? I mean, this is Kevin Cash, and congrats to him on, on winning Manager of the Year. He deserves it. Uh, I don't know how I feel about it. The best way I can answer it is how I reacted when he was doing it. And, and here's, here's the story. So going into uh, the Dodgers, this bar, 
uh, the past couple of playoff games, I mean, during the World Series, it was empty. The first two, three games, not many Dodger fans were there, uh, except for game two. There, were, there was a huge crowd. But this one, people and the bar owner, they showed up with champagne. They had a bottle of champagne walking in. I was a lone Rays fan. I wish somebody did a short film about this scene here. I was a lone Rays fan. I was sitting down. I was enjoying my beer. Blake Snell was coming in. And I said to myself, he's going to show up, Cy Young. This is the Cy Young Snell. He's going to step it up. This is his moment. And he was lights out, lights out. And everyone was miserable at this ball. <laughs> the minute, and I said it, the minute he gave up the hit, I said, no, please don't. Please don't. And there he goes. He comes out, does his gesture. The minute he does that, everybody popped this bottle of champagne. It started with the owner. He's like, here we go. And then they, they pan the camera to Mookie Betts. That is the answer. You don't do that. I even asked, like, what are you doing? What are you yeah. doing? Let him finish. And then one after the other. I got up. I'm like, this is, I can't. I can't. I, I'd rather the Rays have gone through maybe a, a sweep, get swept, because this is the series I felt we could have won. We could have won it. You know, even at, the last time I was with you guys on our round table, I said it. You guys asked the question, what do you want to see in the World Series? And I said, Dodgers and Rays. And because I felt if anybody can dethrone these guys, these guys are giants, it would be the Rays. And we, we you know, this is, it's sad. But uh, that's the best way I can answer the question. I don't think you are alone as a Rays fan when you say that, um to be upset is not the word, but you know, you get my drift. It's just yeah. the, the, the frustration of, of seeing him come out really hit everybody. And, and it doesn't matter how long it's, how long has it been guys? Four weeks now, maybe. Oof. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three and a half weeks. Withdrawals. <laughs> yeah. Withdrawals. It seems like a year time, almost. Yeah. <laughs> every yeah. time we get to this topic, I, I, Oh, I, my blood starts boiling. I, I and I don't think it, it will stop boiling uh, for a long, long time. I think a lot yeah. of Rays fans are going to not forgive cash for, for, for taking out Snell. Yeah. I mean, I, I've managed to move on, but it, it's just been difficult because I felt if if Meadows, if Brandon Lau, if we had our bats, we this game would have been the other way around. We would have won. Yeah. You know, support a Rosarena. And the sad thing is, and I mentioned this to a few people, is this might be the last time we see this core group of teams. You know, and we know historically what the Rays go through. We, we have a successful season. We get knocked out of the, of the playoffs, and then we start cutting people loose. Fortunately, it's a different matter now because the free agency is being slowed. But aside from that, it's just we might not have Jimon Cho. We might not have these favorite players. And so I really wanted them to, to, um, to do their best and, and show up. But I do have one question for you guys. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't want to disrupt your flow. No, go ahead. Go ahead, no, please. Uh, it's something that, that I've been wondering a lot during this season, specifically during this series with the Dodgers. Is there any reason why we don't see someone like a Tommy Pham stepping up, taking initiative in a leadership role and, and getting these guys pumped up? I mean, I saw them many times feel like, oh, like the, the, they are brokenhearted or, or they, don't, they lack that spark 
it seemed very like they were sleepwalking a lot of times and like, wake up guys, come on. Uh, like hash, I never saw him get into people's faces, not in a, in a chastising type of way, but motivating them. Like, especially Brandon Lau. I mean, we saw him go through the struggles. Willie Adonis. I mean, what's uh, any, any theories behind that? You know, I love that you said Tommy Pham because I, I think that was the guy who did exactly that mm-hmm. in the locker room and in the dugout in 2019. I mean, that's where the success is revenge quote came from because mm-hmm. he noticed that the, the Rays were kind of sleepwalking in September. And he was like, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't get exactly. to do this many times. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if there was a guy with Tommy Pham's personality in that clubhouse in 2020 I think uh, in another way, maybe Jimon Choi, the fun guy, Willie Adamas, Manny Margot, but I, I, I got to agree with you. I, I didn't see that. Maybe behind the scenes you can tell me, actually, no, we didn't amp each other up. But in the dugout, it, does, it really seemed kind of like dead for, yeah. for, for a period of time. Like if they hadn't scored in that Yankee game, they're yeah. losing 1-0 until the fifth inning. Yeah. I mean, the Meadows home run, you know, woke them up completely but they were completely dead zombie like i mean do you agree with this kevin yeah i think that's that's fair to say i mean there's not many like tommy fam he's kind of a -a one-of-a-kind leader competitor the way he motivates and goes about his business and in terms of uh bringing a spark i think the other thing too is we could say you know maybe willie adamas is that guy but it's hard to be that guy when you're struggling so much offensively and you're striking out 40 percent of the time how do you go and say no let, let's get come on let's get going let's get going when you haven't contributed at all offensively especially the way he ended that series as well was really devastating i mean you can maybe do it a little bit defensively but when guys are striking out left and right and it's just kind of a string of strikeouts it's really hard to to keep that going and keep that spark. Whereas if Tommy Pham was on this team, I guarantee he'd, he'd have a pretty good average. He'd have a really good on base percentage. He would be making things happen at the plate one way or the other, you know, maybe Kevin Kiermeyer's another guy, but I don't know if they're as maybe in your face as uh, Tommy Pham would be, especially when it comes to a young team like this and, and molding them and getting them ready for this moment. And kind of Tommy Pham's kind of the guy he's been in the, you know, the other thing too, I mean, we can speak to, to Domus, but he's still the kid. He's still yeah, young. Yeah. Tommy yeah. Pham's been around for a while, a long time. He was toiled in the minors. He knows what it, he knows that moments and opportunities like this can be really, really fleeting and kind of for him to be able to paraphrase it to his teammates and say, look, this might be the only world series you get in your career. You might not be on right. this team anymore yeah. uh, going forward. You might not be in the majors going forward. I think, you know, having that type of, I guess, elevator speech or whatever it is really could have maybe done a little bit of a difference. Well, we're talking about this the other day, uh, Kevin, the window of opportunity. Uh, Sometimes that can close out on teams really quickly. And, and I said the other day uh, that the Texas Rangers had a window of opportunity of like six years, maybe five really good seasons, back to back world series. And then it was gone. As, as quick as it came that the Rangers were good, they have now ceased to exist in the good team's realm. You have to take your chances when you have them. And it, it did seem like 2020, uh, we're, we're, we're right in the middle of that window opportunity. I think there, there's maybe two or three more years, but 
you have to do um, everything in your power and, mm. and, and maybe not do, you know, um, managerial decisions that are going to hurt you. But also, it's not only that, it's the offense. The offense can't go dead like it did during the playoffs. It did. It just went very lethargic and it was frustrating. I think the last big breakout we had was with the Blue Jays. That was <laughs> right. it. Yeah. And then the Yankees, we had one or two games, but I said it after the Astros, we started feeling like a decline offensively. Yeah. And, and it's just, wow, we can't go through that with the Dodgers. And there you go. You know, allow, we kept expecting it. <laughs> Nothing never happened. Yeah, not, not a lot of people are, are are talking about this, but I believe it was game three against the Astros. Uh, that big rally that the Rays had in order to get over the hump and 3-0 lead yeah. in the ALCS, that rally was one hit. There were like three walks, two hit by pitches, a wild pitch. Yeah. I mean, th- since game three of the ALCS, the race just kind of left. Yeah. It yeah. was. It was frustrating. And then that's what's, what angered me the most is we could have taken that, that series. We could have been champions. Yeah. And, and I just felt like we just didn't have the energy or somebody's trying to reignite that spark. And, yeah. and if we had that, I think we would be having different conversations right now. A hundred percent. And I think if there's one name that we could take uh, away would be, wouldn't you have liked to see Tommy Pham in front of Randy Rosarena during this? Oh. Playoffs? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's the one guy I miss the most, man. I yeah. love Tommy Pham. Oh man. You know, so. And Jay Cronenworth too, man. At least for in fans' case and Cronin's worst case, at least they're going to a winning ball club, a fun, exciting ball club. It's not yeah, like they were right. traded to perennial losers or something like that. So that, and they're in the the National League on the West Coast, so they're kind of away yeah. from the Rays. So they got the Longo treatment, pretty much. Yeah, that's a good way to put it for sure. There, <laughs> yeah. um, Ben, you kind of alluded to it. Uh, what's going to happen this offseason free agency? Is Snell going to be on the team? Is G-Man Choi going to be on the team? Is Kevin Kiermaier going to be on the team? Is Charlie Morton going to return? How do you see this offseason shaking out? What are you looking at? Is there something you'd like to see the race do? A couple things? Or do you think this is kind of be going to be a situation where this team is going to look pretty much completely different in 2021? I wish for the first time our, our ownership, let's put money into this team. Let's, let's do it. Let's keep this core and just amplify with the Wanda Francos, with our, with our, you know, the, the future stars. I mean, there's a couple of people I wouldn't mind seeing them get rid of, you know. Yeah. I have one, one player that I, I, I really don't like, and, and for some reason I'm, I can't, I'm blanking on his name. Um, every time I saw him come up on the plate, I'm like, oh, this is an easy out. Uh, oh, God, does he wear catching gear? What's that? No. He plays, he, yeah. Did you get the, t- the tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, I was really I mean, close. He, yeah, yeah, I know. came close. He actually didn't perform as badly as I expected him to play in the playoffs. You know, there are a okay. couple of moments where I'm like, but it's not really all him because we didn't provide a lot of the run support. But, um, oh, man, I can't believe I, I forgot his Is name. it Renfro? No, no. I think he is somebody that he should he should, he should have saw more bats. Okay. Sutsugo? Hunter Renfro. What's that? Sutsugo, maybe? No, uh, I think he's going to handle well. I don't think he acclimated well um, yet. 
Oh God, he's one of the old. He's he's a huge dude. Uh, Yandi. Yes, Yandi Diaz. There we go. <laughs> he is. Thank you. Uh, he is somebody I, I just I felt like whenever they put him in the lineup, I wish they didn't. He struggled um, in the playoffs for sure. Oh, he did. I mean, even during the regular season, he had a couple of injuries. But even before that, he had what one home run. Two? Yeah, I mean, he can't stay healthy. That's his issue is the lower, yeah. lower extremity issue. He did have the best moment. Maybe one of the best moments of the postseason that has gotten completely overlooked was the stare down and the yelling of <laughs> no. To, was it Luis Garcia of the Astros? Yeah. Or, from, or from there, Valdez, maybe? It was uh, Valdez. But, yeah. The stare down. That was so funny. Oh, no, yes. honest, though, he would not do that stare down uh, in the parking lot. <laughs> Nobody would do that with Yandy Diaz anywhere outside where there's officials on the camera, you know, well protected. No way. Right. That guy is a, is a monster. So, yeah. um, but that's my answer. I, I, I hope they find a way to try to keep a lot of these guys. Uh, you know, I mean, they're very special uh, core players and, you know, uh, but it is exciting times for Rays. I mean, Wanda Franco Be- is a beast. Before I put you on the hot seat with trivia, I want to put you on the hot seat uh, warm me up right here. And if you have to choose one, fix the catching situation. However, whatever that means, uh, go get a James McCann, uh, Flowers, whoever it is. Maybe retain Zunino, put Ronaldo Hernandez next to him. Whatever it is, fix the catching situation or get Charlie Morton back. Which one do you choose? Catching, for sure. It's something for years, for years. And I would never forget this. We had a chance at getting Buster Polson. Remember that? And we got off the yep. Beckham. We've yep. struggled time and time again with catching every time. So, I mean, we had him. We had the uh, Darno. <laughs> we had Darno. And yeah. he would have been a difference maker. He and Tommy fans, if they were to get in this roster, oh my goodness. they would have won the World Series. Hands yeah. down. Hands yeah. down. And, and uh, Zunino, come on. No, yeah. <laughs> Tattoo aside, uh, I, I would not miss him or Yandy Diaz. Uh, we need to fix the catching situation. We have we have amazing pitching. As much as I love Morton and I wish he stayed, you know, he's a veteran presence. I mean, he's been there. He's helped us a lot. But we do have plenty of pitchers that can come in and step into his place, young, and, and take care of that. But catching, we don't have that. I, I don't have a. Uh, I don't feel comfortable what we have, if, even defensively. So fair. All right, Ulysses, I think it's that time, right? No. Trivia. Have a good day, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've done all your trivias every time you ask, and I, I'm always over four or five. So, Welcome to the club. Cool. I, you're, I, I'm not the only one then. I struggle with <laughs> – I try to throw up a couple softballs. Ulysses is over here uh, trying to get you to uh, split the atom and <laughs> – calculus and all sorts of things. I don't know what he's trying to do half the time, but uh, all right, Ben, I think we've given you a couple moments to study up as much as you could cram in before the quiz, the exam. You're like the kid that walks into class, didn't prepare and is just opening the book and just hoping that he or she can, has a good photographic memory and can uh, remember something for the test. Uh, I'll uh, here. How, how about this? Ulysses, 
because I know my questions are easier. My question is easier. So I'll let okay. you go ahead and begin because I, I don't know what you're prepared to throw at oh, Ben. Man. So I want I've Ben learned. to leave on a happy note instead of upset. So let's go with that. <laughs> I think I've learned. I think I've learned. I think this is an, a, a good question. Here we go. Um, I think every race fan would guess that Carl Crawford uh, would be the all-time leader in triples of race franchise um, record. But can you guess four of that remaining top 10 in triples all time? So, uh, yeah, uh, the remaining four, uh, let me see, BJ Upton, uh, Desmond Jennings. Hold up, hold up. BJ Upton is correct. He's okay. number seven with 20. Okay. Uh, keep going. I got to say, Rosarena. I think he's got to be up there. Not yet. Not yet. Oh. Okay, but you, said, but you said somebody else after BJ Upton, right? Yeah, Des- Desmond Jennings. Okay, Desmond Jennings is number five with 22. <sighs> so you got two. <sighs> okay. Um, damn. I, I have his name. His, I know who he is. I just can't. Uh, I mean... Anyone from the Devil Rays era? <laughs> uh, a couple guys, actually, yeah. Okay. One Shit. played shortstop. The other one played the outfield and is now a manager. Uh, shoot, man. Yeah, I'm drawing blanks on the name. I'll give you those two. <laughs> well, okay, I'll give you one hint. Big hint okay. here. This guy is number two on the list, and he is still active. And he went to the World Series with the Rays in 2020. Oh, Kevin Kiermaier. Correct. <laughs> He's number two. Well, how can with... I forget the outlaw? <laughs> <laughs> with wow, 44. Yeah, KK, duh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kevin, uh, do you uh, do you want to take a gander here and help out Ben with the, uh, the fourth? Sure. I would say, how about a hint for Ben? And then I think he might be able to get this. I don't know if I'm okay. right, but I'm assuming this guy also uh, played for the Rays for quite a while. Switch hitter, super utility type. Uh, pretty much could play every position. Uh, he was he was right there playing alongside Longo, Carl Crawford, so oh, on and so forth. Really? Yes, Ben Zobris is number three on the list. Really? With 32. I'll run down the list. You're going to wow. hear a lot of familiar names here. Crawford, number one, with 105. Kiermaier, 44. Zobris, 32. Randy Wynn uh, with 28. Desmond Jennings with 22. Akinori Iwamura with 21. Really? BJ Upton wow. with 20. Evan Longoria with 19. Rocco Baldelli with 17 Uh-oh. and a devil ray, Julio Lugo with 15. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Very good. You, I, I give an A to Ben and an A to Ulysses for asking a question that Let's go. Uh, we can get and figure out. Man, uh, so, so Baldelli's on the list. Man, if he could have just not had I his. I know. Uh, Baldelli was going to. Yeah. Imagine Longo, Baldelli, 
Crawford and Upton just back to back to back Oof. in that lineup. Dang. The lineup, man. That's another Dang. little series we could have beaten uh, the Phillies on, you know? But the Windows of opportunity, that, guys. Yeah. 2008 to 2013. Boom. You got your one shot at the World Series. That's just hmm. a depressing thing to say, but let's keep going with happy thoughts, Kevin, here. <laughs> here we go. Uh, of course, uh, the 2021 Hall of Fame ballot was released a lot of uh, pedestrian names on this new ballot list, I will say. But uh, with that question, I'm going to go back to last year, the Baseball Hall of Fame, the inductees. There were two players that were inducted. Can you name those two players from 2020? Wasn't there a D- D- Jeter? That is one. Yes. Okay. Uh, shoot, what's the other one? Um... Names for me, that's the worst. Played thing. for uh, in the National League. May have gotten a bump by the ballpark he played in for several <laughs> yeah. years. That average was high. The the homers came too. Uh, Canadian. <laughs> he enough. is Canadian. Is he? Okay. Yeah, he is Canadian. Yeah, I think he's uh-huh. the second Canadian ever to go into the Hall of Fame, isn't he? I, that would make sense. Know. Yeah, he might be. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of more, more uh, hints or tips here. I mean, he was really good with the glove and he play right field. A very yes. pedestrian name. Incredibly. Yeah. Uh, um, Rockies. Yeah. Does that ring a bell? Colorado no. Rockies. Was he part of the Rockies uh, championship? No. Came earlier. After he was time. in the 90s yeah. with them, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll just give it to you. Larry Walker. I wouldn't even, yeah. Larry Walker. Okay. Yeah, he, that is a very pedestrian name. Uh, <laughs> Isn't I, it? <laughs> yeah. No offense to Larry Walker and congrats, but yeah, I, uh, I'm. Yeah. I followed, I watched Jeter and yeah, he was, even though he was a Yankee, but he was my all time favorite baseball player. And now he is oh, that's uh, a, that's CEO a, that's, and part owner of the Marlins. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that, that was a popular pick. I think in the nineties, I remember, uh, you know, those commercials and the Gatorade and, uh, the books. I remember like having to do a reader writer report on Derek Jeter in sixth grade. Oh, wow. That's how big he was. Did you, write, did you add in that write-up uh, about his gifts that he gives to his girls? Oh, the gift baskets? Oh, <laughs> I learned that in, when I was a teenager, and I was like, that's that's the yes. way to do it. <laughs> his gift baskets. The fact that he hasn't, like, that, that hasn't been more publicized just speaks to his publicist and how incognito Derek Jeter goes about things. Question, have yes. you all ever driven by... Derek Jeter's house, or I should say mansion, mega yeah. mansion. I haven't. No. I, I, okay. I did, yeah. yeah is I it mean, actually as incredible uh, as everybody says it is? Yeah. That's the one that Tom Brady now uh, has. Oh. He took it over it. Yes. Yeah. That's but right. that, it's, it's, yeah, it's insane. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny because there's a lot of stories because, of course, the Yankees have spring training in Tampa, and you could just see. Like a lot of times Derek Jeter would hang out at the Starbucks by mm-hmm. Raymond James stadium or one buck place and mm-hmm. then go on to George Steinbrenner. Like you could see him 
about town. Like Ben, I'm sure you probably encounter or see celebrities and it's just like, ho-hum. It's like, well, so I just passed someone. Or like if you're in New York and you see celebrities, but that was kind of the yeah. thing. People would see Derek Jeter all the time around That's town. Crazy. Ian A. Rod uh, at a Starbucks. That was, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was, uh, that was amazing watching them. Uh, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, can I get this for you? I'm like, oh, they're filthy rich. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> can you get it from me? That would be nice. Yeah. Can, you get it from me? can you take care of me? This little grungy yeah. lot. Can you pay off my student loans too while you're at it? <laughs> while you're at uh, it. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So yeah. is there anything else you want to mention? You had mentioned there were uh, several stories. I didn't know if there's any other baseball related stories you want to share or anything along those lines or anything else you want to put out there about being a Tampa Bay Rays fan. Uh, no, it was mainly that, you know, my experience in the playoffs going to watch uh, the series uh, at these bars and, and that specific game um, when we were unfortunately uh, eliminated, what transpired in that, you know, with the bottle of champagne and everything. So, um, but no, I, I'm excited for next season and hopefully we'll have a full season and uh, hopefully we keep the core of what, what made the season special and but yeah, that's uh, unless you guys have any other questions for me. This has been fun. It's made my day. Once again, we want to thank Ben Rosa for joining us on the program today. Uh, provided us a lot of fun stories and entertainment. And again, if this is something you're interested in doing, you want to be the next Ben Rosa. You want to uh, shoot the crap with us, talk raise baseball, talk baseball in general. You can do that. We. Uh, have an open invitation to all you listeners out there that want to get that opportunity. Just shoot us an email for more details, lockedonrays at gmail.com. And guess what? We are going to be talking to Ben Rosa and all of our past Rambling Rays uh, guests uh, through our Zoom roundtable. Are we going roundtable, Zoom chat? What's the final name here? It can be chat slash roundtable, just not a meeting. Don't call it a meeting. Never a meeting. Not a board meeting. meeting. Don't, yeah, don't, 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 don't put a tie on or a blazer. Don't do that. Um, join us. It's going yeah. to be at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, Patreon.com slash unfiltered. You'll get all the info there. We hope to see you there. There's a bunch of people that are going to uh, be joining us, and it'll be loads of fun to talk about race. Yep, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. Another nickname I had for it would be a gathering, but that just sounds too nerdy. Like we're doing uh, college <laughs> magic, Quidditch or gathering. magic. Yeah, I can't do that. Hey, don't talk crap about Quidditch now. Okay, I could never. No, not dealing with those people. Hey, I'm trying to throw the football out here. Nerds, you look, you look like You look like the guy that would be really good at throwing a quaffle. I don't know what the heck a quaffle is. Do you put syrup on it? What's a You quaffle? can. You, it would okay. be very slippery, though. I don't know. Is the quaffle the little ball thing that Harry Potter uses, or is that the stick? I don't know how we are still friends. Not a Harry Potter guy. I mean, I read a couple of the books when I was in elementary school, but I moved on. The quaffle's the big red one. The big red one. Oh, okay. I think I got basically the uh, it's like the Christmas ornament. (laughs) But that's what they should call it. Life size. Yes. Yes. Harry Potter. Good with the Christmas ornaments there. Oh go. my God. So did you do the Quidditch thing in college? No. Were you? Okay. I definitely watched it a couple of times at USF though. Those guys were entertaining and they were really open-minded about literally everything. It was a, 
you know, I, I, I stood afar, so I would not be uh, asked to join. But, you know, they had fun. It looked like they had hey. fun. It's like those people that play, uh, the, what's that? The, the LARPers? Ultimate Frisbee. Okay, Ultimate Frisbee. They all seem like they're just having a grand all time. I yeah. wouldn't do it, but they all have a big smile on their face. Yeah, when I was uh, running in high school, that was a big thing that to kind of get your cardio, like Ultimate Frisbee and such and some people take it way too seriously like okay this isn't the super bowl here we're just trying to get our cardio in relax right like uh, the, the, there's always an andy bernard and in, yes okay in the group now you're speaking my language the office okay. i got you waffles right. not so much but the office right. andy bernard i got you there that's a wash. Or That's no. a tie. Like soccer. We love soccer. There it is. Yeah. Broccoli Rob. I like it. Uh, okay. <laughs> On that note, see, you can join us and talk some office. You can talk some Harry Potter, anything and everything you want to do there. Uh, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your, uh, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB Prospects. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you next week.